Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Pursuit. I'm your host, Ben Spangle. Excited to have you here with us today for another episode in this wonderful journey that we're on together. Today, we're going to be talking about a powerful subject, the law, working with the law of attraction specifically. There's many laws that govern our universe. This happens to be one of them. And I'm excited to share with you some ideas on this stuff. This has been something that I've worked with for years in developing my own understanding, developing a greater awareness in it. And what I've learned is the greater awareness we develop, the better results seem to get. It's, it's, it's as if it, the more we understand us and the universe around us, the more our life seems to get better and everything else seems to improve. So that's what today's episode is going to be all about. So excited to be sharing with you, tuning in with you and having you with us as well. So let's talk a bit about it, working with the law. And a question I want to pose to you is this idea is, is how do we really start to turn thought into idea? How do we start to turn thought into reality? And that's something we want to take a look at and see really, can we do that first of all? And then what would be the process in doing so? And I think that most people, if you're listening to this, that you have a basic understanding that, hey, somehow my thoughts do affect in a way they affect my life in some way, shape or form. The depth of that may be, you know, maybe a, a deep understanding, maybe a little bit of understanding, but the more we dive into this, the more we realize that, that I truly am, I'm co-creating my life with God or with the universe or, or with energy or with spirit, whatever you want to call it. And when we think about these laws, these laws that exist, the law of attraction being one, it's actually a sub law. And the first law is the law of vibration. And the law of vibration really simply says this, is that everything moves and nothing rests. Everything is always vibrating. Everything is energy vibrating at a certain frequency or a certain uh, wavelength, if you will. And that, that includes you, that includes me, that includes the chair that you may be sitting in, the car you're driving in, the, the headphones you're listening to, everything operates on frequency and vibration. We live in a vibrational universe. And, you know, if you talk to the scientists, they'll tell you, well, that vibration is energy. You talk to the religionists, they're going to tell you that that's God. And it doesn't really matter where you go. I mean, you talk to the religionists, they'll call it God. The scientist calls it energy. Um, you may call it the universe. You may call it, um, you might call it spirit. I call it spirit, but whatever you call it, the name's irrelevant. It's all the same. Any way we look at it, whether it's through science, we look through theology, we're going to find the same things. And going back to this idea of us truly living in a vibrational universe. So the law of attraction is a sub law to the law of vibration. The law of attraction is also a universal law. In other words, it applies to every single one of us, whether we want it to or not, it's always working. So it's not a question of, is it working? It's is a question of, am I using it to my advantage? Is it working for me or am I using it against myself? Because the law is impersonal. The law doesn't care. Whatever you think about, you bring about. Whatever you focus on, you ex expand, part of me. What you sow, you reap. Like attracts like. These, these are things that are important. And again, going back to the law, the law doesn't care whether we're thinking good or bad, I'm focused on good or bad, it's going to bring to me more things of the same nature, more things in on a like nature. So if we live in a vibrational universe and everything's energy or everything's spirit and everything operates on vibration or frequency, energetic frequencies, and I'm then attracting in any given moment, whatever energy I'm sending out, whatever frequency I'm sending out, Things of a like nature, things that operate on a similar frequency are being drawn back to me in that moment. So if I'm on a lower level frequency, negativity, uh, upset, anger, anxiety, fear, 
all these kind of things. Well, guess what? I'm drawing to me more things in my experience to, to have more of that. And you probably notice this in your own life. Maybe if you haven't stopped to think about it consciously, but I guarantee you've noticed that when you get in a bit of a negative cycle, it just seems like, you know, bad things just keep happening. And I can't believe this happened again. And my car broke down again. And my furnace went and this happened and this happened. And then I got sick and this happened and this happened. Well, that's vibration. That's the law. That's how it works. But you've probably also seen too is, is when you're feeling incredible, when you're feeling inspired, when you're feeling uplifted and you're feeling just wonderful and life is going good, and it seems like more and more good things keep, seem to keep coming your way. That's the law working for you towards the positive. So good, bad, negative, positive, it doesn't matter. The law is neutral. The law doesn't say if this is good or bad. It just responds to your thoughts and your feelings and your emotions, which we'll continue to talk about. So when we think about that, again, just to really premise, the law doesn't care what you focus on. So you could be focused on several different things. I mean, you could be focused on money and abundance, or you could be focused on your lack of money and scarcity. You could be focused on all the money that is coming into your life, the paycheck that you do have, the business you do have, the clients you do have, or you could focus on the fact that I'm not getting paid enough, or I'm, I'm not, you know, I don't have enough clients, or my business isn't booming, or whatever it might be. So that's one area. Now you get to decide two sides to the coin. Will you focus on abundance? Will you focus on lack? Your programming, as we've talked about in previous episodes, is often what determines your habitual thinking, but you don't need to live by your programs anymore. You don't have to live by your conditioned past anymore. You can wake up to who you want to be today, as we've been discussing in previous episodes. So you could be focused on success. You could be focused on failure. You could be focused on good things in your life. You could be focused on perceived bad things in your life. And I say perceived because everything is perception, but perception is reality. One person has one experience and they say, this is the worst thing that ever happened to me. One person has the exact same experience and they say, this is the best thing that ever happened to me. Perception is reality. And if we can alter our perception, then we could alter our reality too. So good or bad, I can focus on my blessings. I can focus on my problems. I can focus on anything that I desire. It's up to me. It's up to me what I choose to focus on. So, Inside of all that, and it's up to you, by the way, what we choose to focus on. Now, we, not be, we may not be aware we're making those choices in those moments. That doesn't change the fact that we're still focusing on those things. And the sooner we can become aware of what am I thinking about? What am I feeling? The sooner we can start to make some changes, some rapid changes in your life so that you can start to direct your focus towards things that you want rather than things that you don't want. And that's the basic premise that we're going to talk about. If we can simplify all of this, all of this that we're going to simplify it down to, we want to spend more energy focused on the way things you, uh, pardon me, focusing on the way you want things rather than the things you don't want. If I'm focused on what I don't want, then I will attract more of what I don't want. If I'm focused on what I do want, then guess what? I'm going to attract more of that. And you might say, Ben, that's ridiculous. I can't just think about something and start to produce a different experience in my life. I can't just think about stuff and things start to change. You know, I can't just sit at home and visualize. I've heard people talk about that. And I agree with you. I mean, there's a, there's a level of action that needs to be present for any changes in our life. However, if we don't change our vibration, if we don't change our frequency, we're very unlikely to take the next level of action. Or if I'm taking action from a place of a lower level frequency, negative thinking, uh, negative emotions, and I'm acting on it, I will produce significantly less results or maybe not the best results that I want compared to taking it from a place of abundance, compared to taking it from a place of expectancy, of faith, of desire, of, of blessings, of gratitude, of appreciation. So these are all things. So just remember, the law is impersonal, doesn't care. It just responds. 
Whatever you send out, you get back. It's always responding to your thoughts, feelings, and actions. That's how universal law works. Universal law is like gravity. Gravity is a universal law that applies to us. It doesn't matter who you are, how good of a person or how bad of a person you are, the law still responds, right? You jump up, you will come back down. You know, you jump off a building, there's gonna be consequences to that, that you will fall to the bottom. That is how universal law works. Universal law means it applies to every single one of us. So whatever you're sending out, you're getting back. Life in a way, this law operates a lot like a boomerang. And the boomerang being when I throw it a boomerang and I throw it out and then it comes, it comes right back. And it doesn't matter how hard I throw. If I throw it harder, maybe it goes a bit further, but then it comes right back. And so how does that apply to your life? Well, it applies to your life like this. If you're living from a place of limitation or you're living from a place of lack or you're living from a place of uncertainty or doubt or fear or worry, and that's your dominant place that you're your dominant emotional home, guess what? You're throwing out the boomerang of lack. You're throwing the boomerang of fear. You're throwing the boomerang of anger, of guilt, of whatever it may be, right? Of not enough, of struggle, uh, you know, of not, not being in the shape that you want to be. It doesn't matter. Life is like that. Life responds to the boomerang. Whatever you send out, you're getting back. So if I'm sending things out that are things that I do not want, I'm throwing the boomerang of the very thing I do, do not want. And of course, the way the boomerang operates is it comes right back. And that's the way the law of attraction operates. Whatever we send out, we'll get back. Whatever we focus on expands. Whatever I think about, I bring about. And it's our dominant thoughts, dominant feelings, dominant behaviors, not the things we do once in a while. So you might say, well, I've tried this before. I've tried this. I've tried to think positive before. And I've tried affirmations and I've tried goals and I've tried visualizing and I didn't get the things that I want. Well, that's probably because you didn't do it long enough and consistent enough that your old thought patterns, your old feeling patterns, your old behavior patterns were much more dominant than the new ones. So we're going to talk about later how we start to change that and recondition our body to a new mind, to a new way of being that we want to be. But just keep in mind, the law is always responding. It's universal. It doesn't matter if you're thinking good or bad. It doesn't matter if you're focused on what you want or what you don't want. The law is universal. The law is impersonal. And it always responds to your thoughts, predominantly your thoughts and feelings. And of course, a byproduct of those is your actions, your behaviors. So the way you think and the way you feel is so much more important than you probably realize now. It's so much more important than I probably realize right now. I feel like I'm fairly focused on this and these ideas have helped me produce a pretty good quality of life. And yet at the same time, I feel like every day my understanding is getting deeper of the fact that I truly am. I'm creating from my thoughts, feelings, and actions. And if I can change predominantly my thoughts and feelings, by the way, if I can change that, then the question becomes, if I could alter my thinking and feeling, my dominant thoughts and feelings, could I alter my external reality? Could I alter the results outside of me? Well, it's an experiment for you to play with and test with. Don't take my word for it. Try it out. So let's talk about some basic premise when it comes to working with the law. Number one, we've already discussed it, but everything in this entire universe is made up of energy. Everything in this entire universe is made up of energy. So you are, I am, your car is, uh, the books behind me on this shelf are, I mean, the air that we're breathing, water, the food that we take, everything is energy. Anything you're listening to, it's energy. It's all energy. Science has told us that for years and years and years that they've been able to discover that, that, you know, we first thought, okay, well, there's your physical body or this table or whatever, and then there's the molecule. And it's made up of molecules. Well, molecules are made up of subatomic particles, is, is one level, right? And so, we, or pardon me, atoms. We get molecules and then you have atoms. And then inside the atom, they thought, well, that was this far. And the atom had the nucleus and the electrons and so on and so on. 
And then we can go down to subatomic particles. And then as far as science has been able to see, and science is continually evolving, so maybe one day we'll see further. Maybe we will, maybe we won't. Um, but as far as they can see is when we get beyond the subatomic particle, there's one of two forms in energy. There's either wave, which is just potential, potentiality, or there's particle, which is matter, what we would call matter. So everything is made up of energy. Money is made up of energy. Health, the health, the health of your body is energy. Your entire body is a mass of energy vibrating at a certain freak, certain frequency. That's what it is. Everything's energy. The things that you want, they already exist as energy, right? Whether they're already here presently or they're yet to come, but they already exist as energy or potential in the universe, potential in what scientists call the quantum field or the unified field, or again, what the religionist calls in spirit or God, whatever you want to call it. Basic premise number one, everything in the entire universe is made up of energy. Basic premise number two, all energy moves and vibrates on a certain frequency as we've discussed. Basic premise number three, like energy is attracted to like energy. Things on the same frequency are attracted to things on the same frequency. Birds of a feather flock together. Those of us that are parents, I have two young girls and they're not quite at the stage where, you know, they've got a whole bunch of, of, of hangouts or anything like that. And of course, at the time of this recording, we're still in COVID-19. So depending where you live, I mean, there may not be a lot of socializing now. That being said, we understand the concept of birds of a feather flock together. We don't want our children hanging out with the wrong people because we know they'll become like them. The more time they spend with them, the more their energy starts to change them the more the energy starts to wear off on them. And we all know intuitively that everything's energy. I mean, if, if, if I were to describe an experience to you and say you walk into a doctor's office and there's lots of people in the waiting room and you walk in and you can feel the energy, it's kind of a depressed energy and it's kind of a, you know, maybe an anxious or sad energy and you're sitting in there and it's a little bit glum, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You walk in there and you feel it. Nobody has to say anything. You can just feel the energy, you feel the frequency, but maybe somebody's got a baby and that baby starts to giggle and starts to laugh. And the little newborn baby is starting to giggle and laugh. And you can feel the entire energy of the room start to change because there's a new frequency, a new vibration that starts to shift the entire energy, the field that's in that room. So like energy is attracted to like energy. So whatever we send out, whatever we get back, the baby sends out good vibes. The baby then receives good vibes from those around. Everything is energy. Everything is frequency is basic premise number four, by the way. Everything's energy and frequency. Basic premise number five. It's your underlying energy and frequency. Your underlying energy and frequency that's attracting to you all the people, circumstances, events, so on and so on that create your life. Now, you might have a hard time with that. You say, Ben, that's not true. That's not fair. There's no way I would be attracting these things. I don't want these things in my experience. There's no way I'd be doing it. Now, there's a big difference between being conscious and being unconscious. Conscious is I'm aware I'm doing it. Unconscious is you're not aware you're doing it. So your underlying energy and frequency is often your unconscious or subconscious energy and frequency. That again, it's either, it's attracting to you, all the people, all the circumstances, all the events. So if we could shift, if you could shift your underlying energy and frequency, which again, thoughts and emotions is what we're talking about. Is it possible then that maybe, just maybe, I might start to draw to me or you might start to draw to you different people, different circumstances, different events. And again, intuitively, you probably experience this. You know this through your own life experience. You've seen times where you're in a negative state or a negative vibration, we would call it. 
And you started to attract you people that were like that, people that love to complain. You know, they say misery loves company. Well, that's true. Well, optimism loves company too. <laughs> uh, anything of a like nature loves company, but maybe you attracted more people or again, you were in a great place and you met somebody else that just happened to be the right kind of person. Or perhaps you were reading a book on this idea and then somebody else started talking about the same idea in the book. Or you're thinking of someone, you've been saying, I've been talking to this person in years and then they reach out to you on social media or a phone call or a text almost instantaneously or shortly after you start thinking about it. Why is that? Is that pure chance? Is that pure coincidence? I don't think so. I don't think there's a thing as pure chance or pure coincidence. Coincidences, the way we describe them, oh, that's just a neat coincidence. Well, that's what we would call energy. That's what we call vibration. We live in a vibrational universe and everything operates through the law. Everything operates through the law. So I don't believe in luck. I don't believe in chance. Everything happens for a reason. Everything happens purposely. There's no such thing as accidents. There's no such thing as any of that kind of stuff is that it's all happening in the perfect way. I mean, the laws of the universe, they are so precise, so accurate, so accurate that we can fly an airplane. They can set the little, you know, whatever the, the settings in it to know exactly where they want to go. And even though the airplane will be off course most of the time, we know enough about science to make sure that the airplane can land from Edmonton, where I live, to Beijing, China, and they can predict it pretty darn closely to when it should be landing. They're so precise that they're working with genetics and DNA and how to alter these things. The laws of the universe are so precise, so precise, so precise. So going back to it, I got on a bit of a tangent there, but your underlying energy, underlying frequency, that's what's attracting to you, the people, circumstances, and events. So let's talk about for you, your point of power. What is your point of power? In any given moment, moment to moment, and that's how we all live is moment to moment. There's no such thing as the past. There's no such thing as the future. Those are always made up in our mind. The past no longer exists, but if we keep reliving it, then it exists for us. The future doesn't exist yet, but we're living it in our mind. So all there is is now. Moment to moment is how you create your reality. So your point of power, your point of personal power is in the moment. It's right now. Because in any given moment, you're attracting something. Are you attracting things on a higher vibration or a lower vibration? Are you attracting things on a higher frequency or a lower frequency. What are you thinking about? What are you feeling? That will tell you what kind of frequency you're on. That'll tell you what kind of vibrations you're sending out, what kind of energy you're sending out. Whatever you send out is what you get back. So your point of power is in your own energy. Your point of power is in your now. Your point of power is in this moment. Eckhart Tolle wrote that great book called The Power of Now. If you've never read it, you should read it. And he talks about the present being the only moment that there is. So let's think about this. What if you started to take more control of this moment? What if you started to take more control of your point of power? What if you could reprogram the old way you've been? What if you could change the way you've been thinking, change the automatic thoughts you've had? What if you could change the automatic emotions you've had, the automatic behaviors you've had? If you could change your state, if you could change your frequency, your vibration, then you could change your entire outer side of your life, your outward reality. So when we think about this concept of how am I attracting things, we've already talked a lot about it, but Real simple is this concept of, well, simple to talk about, maybe not always simple to digest, but the idea is this, is that your thoughts plus your feelings equal your electromagnetic field, or in other words, your state of being. So your thoughts plus your feelings 
equal your electromagnetic field or your state of being. And whatever state of being I'm in, that's what I'm attracting to me. So whatever your field is, whatever your field's emitting, your thoughts and feeling the frequency of your energetic field, and they can measure it. That's the crazy thing. Science been able to measure it for a long time. Uh, Curly and photography, by the way, they can measure energy leaving your body. Yeah, Simeon Curley, and I believe was his name. This is back almost 80, 90 years ago at the time of this recording. However, thoughts plus a feeling or thoughts plus feelings equal your electromagnetic field. And whatever I'm sending out is what I'm getting. So if I could alter my own field, if I could alter my thoughts and feelings, then is it possible that that field, my energetic field could then draw to me greater things, things of a like nature to what I'm now thinking about, things that I want in my life, things I want to experience rather than what I don't want to experience. And of course the answer is yes. So I want to talk to you now about really tactical things that you can use to start to alter your energy, start to alter your frequency, start to get yourself on a different vibration. By the way, I learned from Bob Proctor, the the fastest way to get yourself on the frequency of something you want or a goal, let's call it a goal or an intention, something you want in your life. The easiest way and fastest way is to see yourself already there. So if you have a goal that you desire, if you have an intention you desire, imagine yourself already being that. Imagine yourself already having that. You know, I think there's a lower law when it comes to goals and goal setting is I'm just going to say the goal over and over. That's one part of it. However, the higher law is to become the goal. If I become already that person, I become already that guy or that lady or that being, I'm already that. I'm now living the higher law of life. Be, do, have, rather than most people think, if I have the things successful people want or have, pardon me, then I'll do the things successful people do and I'll be a successful person. Other way around. If I become successful, be on the inside. Whatever that means to you is whatever that means to you. Then I will do those things and then I will have those things. So how do we raise our frequency? How do we raise our vibration? A couple quick things I'm going to give you that really elevate your game. Number one, I don't think there's anything more important I could talk to you about than meditation. I think meditation is the single greatest thing anybody can do to change your state, to raise your vibration, to raise your frequency. Meditate, meditate, meditate. I've been using it on and off for years, but very seriously for the last three years and where I really started diving into it. My whole world changed, everything got better. I'm gonna do a future episode all on meditation, but meditation, what I will talk about is that by far, I don't believe there's a single greater thing you can use to alter your vibration, your frequency, than spend time meditating every day. If you wanna learn more about meditation, my favorite resource is Dr. Joe Dispenza. He's got a wonderful book called Becoming Supernatural. You can check out some of his resources online. Deepak Chopra would be another great resource on meditation. Wayne Dyer, um, my favorite though, I, uh, most of my meditations I do are ones that I've done pre-recorded uh, through Dr. Joe Dispenza. That's my favorite place for it. So that's one way to change it. Number two, the power of visualization, which we've talked a little bit about. To raise my frequency, I just start to imagine things that I want and start to visualize them, create them in my mind as if I already 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 have them, part of me. So you could see the body that you already want and you can imagine looking in the mirror and seeing that body rather than maybe your present body. You could see the relationship that you wanna have. Maybe you don't have a spouse right now and you want one. You can imagine that type of person and the way that you would feel being around them. So visualization, imagery plus emotion starts to alter my frequency, starts to alter my state of being. So I start to imagine a new picture. And if you struggle with creating a picture, that's okay. Focus more on the feeling. I think the greater part of this anyways is the feeling. This has been my own experience is that it seems to me, it seems to me that feeling is the greater part, even more than my own thoughts are. Thoughts often trigger the feeling, but feeling seems to be the greater part of changing my experience. Breathing exercise would be another way we can alter our frequency. There's many different ways you can breathe. If you're really stressed, start to take some deep, full, inhalations and exhalations. 
And I can start to change my free. I can go from anxious to calm. I'm not going to attract very good things if I'm in an anxious state, but if I'm in a calm state, I can attract great things because then I can focus on things that I want. It's hard to focus on things you want when you're in an anxious, fearful, doubting, worrying state. So breathe, breathe more deeply, pause, take some time to breathe. All right, that's a great way to change your state. Uh, Wim Hof has his app that has phenomenal breathing exercises that alter your consciousness, alter your frequency. Associations would be another one. We talked about earlier the idea of birds of a feather flocking together. Like attracts like people. Hey, the people we spend time with, they're either in a good vibration or a, pardon me, a positive vibration or a negative vibration. They're in a higher vibration or a lower vibration. And we all know, you may have not used these terms, but we all know when we've been around low vibrational people and you just feel your own energy drop. Maybe you get a little bit sadder, more depressed, negative, pessimistic versus being around people the opposite that are optimistic, that are focused on where they're going, that talk about great things and great ideas and great people. We all know. So associations are such a big thing. Who are you spending time with? Who are the five main people you're spending the most time with? And maybe there's people you want to spend time with that you're not able to reach personally, but perhaps they're very successful in life. And maybe there's books they've, they've books that they've, they've written. There's audio programs they've done. There's podcasts like these that they've done. And you can associate with that person for that time while you're reading the book. You could associate with that person while you're listening to the podcast, watching the YouTube, whatever it may be. We can do that by being around their presence. The best form of association is peer to peer, person to person. When I'm right there with you, that's the highest form. But we can't always get that in the moment. But we can certainly get the associations through books, podcasts, YouTubes, programs, courses, all that kind of stuff. And then the last thing I'll talk to you about is this idea. If you want to raise your frequency is Jim Rohn said it best. Whatever you're looking to improve, study. He said, if you want to be healthy, study health. You want to be wealthy, study wealth. You want to be spiritual, more spiritual, study spirituality. You want to be successful in business, study business. You want to be successful in sales, study sales. I would suggest this idea to you. If you want a greater understanding of the law of the law of attraction, the law of vibration, uh, you know, Ernest Holmes always called it the law of mind. And basically the law of mind was his kind of like the law of attraction that what I'm thinking about is what I'm producing out here. There's so many great resources. I'll recommend a few that I think you should get involved in. Es Esther and Jerry Hicks have some great resources, one called The Law of Attraction. If this is brand new information to you, probably start with Michael Lozier's book, The Law of Attraction. Jack Canfield has a book called, I think it's The Law of Attraction Secret, something like that. Great resource. Uh, the Science of Getting Rich was written in the early 1900s. Phenomenal book, Wallace D. Waddles. Uh, Your Invisible Power by Genevieve B. Rand. That's a book up on my shelf behind me here. That's all about the power of visualization, the law of attraction. There's many, many resources. I'm sure there's many more that I'm not even aware of. Robert Anthony is one of my favorite authors. He's been talking about it. Think and Grow Rich, they talk about it. Uh, the movie, The Secret, I think it came out in around 2006. You can find that on most places on Netflix, kind of streaming services. The Secret was a great foundational video for me. I think it helped millions of people open up to the fact that we are creating through our thoughts. So study, 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 study. Last thing I'm going to talk to you about today as we come to an end of our episode is the magic. What, what makes the, what gives the superpower of the law of attraction? What, what gives it really magical stuff? And gratitude, I believe gratitude is the magic. Gratitude is the secret superpower to attracting more things that you want. A grateful heart is magnetized to good things. So the more time you can spend in gratitude, the more time you can be focused on appreciation of all the wonderful things in your life. And all of us, no matter what's going on in our life, all of us have truly magnificent things that we can be thankful for if we choose to focus on them. All of us have amazing things we can appreciate if we choose to focus on them. 
So I want you to think about that to really start to shift your state. This is one of the greatest things you can do. Practice gratitude. Now you could do a physical writing gratitude, 10 things I'm grateful for. I've done that for years on and off where I've used that. Uh, I think that again, the higher law is just to be grateful to, you know, to truly experience and express gratitude. And you usually what you'll find is when you're truly grateful, you'll feel that in the center of your chest. Physiologically, you can feel that emotion welling up in there. And it could be your spouse. You could be grateful for your children, the fresh air that we get to breathe, the country that you might live in, the opportunity you have, the food that you're eating today, the water, the clean water that you have. I mean, billions, millions, millions, for sure. Billions, I think don't even have access to food and necessarily food all the time, fresh food, like a lot of us do, or they may not have access to clean water like a lot of us do. So there's so many things we can be grateful for. We just have to step up and step into gratitude. You can be grateful for the money you do have, even though it may not be as much as you want. The more you express gratitude, the more you draw things to you of a like nature. Gratitude is one of the fastest ways to change your state, to change your frequency, and to change your vibration. So, little bit different episode. We're doing a deeper dive into working with the law, the law of attraction specifically. We'll be doing other parts of this where we dive more into things like meditation and breathing exercises, which I'm excited about and bringing some guests to you that are experts in those areas. Thank you for being with us as always. Hey, do me a favor. If you like the episode, make sure you share it with at least one person, send it to them, send them the iTunes one, send them the Spotify one, whatever it might be, share this with them, you know, help, help, pass it on to them. The more information, the more people we get this information to, the bigger difference we can make. Connect with me on social media, Instagram at Ben Spangle, B-E-N-S-P-A-N-G-L. Thank you for being with us. Talk to you soon. Take care.